You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless extended silver unlimited plan. You get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at just 25 bucks a line per month for four lines. You will save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. Well, or at least a lot longer. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 2024 Santa Fe available early 2024. This episode brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies, especially when they start moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right, so no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and company while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. What's up? Welcome to Wednesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Hope everybody's having a good morning. Thank you for being here. Let's go around the room. His chicken prices are going up, and don't ask him about the Dallas Cowboys because he'll never shut up. It's Eddie. <laughs> Man, you know what happened to me? I got accused of stealing, and it didn't feel good. I was at the grocery store. I went to pick up just a few items, right? Like five items, eggs, bread, whatever, a bottle of wine, and I go to the self-checkout. And I'm checking my stuff out. I forget the wine. It's hidden underneath, you know, where the, the kid's seat is. And so I do everything else. I hit pay now. And a guy, a random guy behind me goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. What about the wine? You're not going to pay for the wine? Oh, it wasn't even somebody that worked at the store? No, just a random dude. citizen's arrest? Yes. And I'm like, uh, everyone heard that. And I said, oh, whoa, whoa. I made a little joke. I'm like, maybe, yeah, try to steal it. No, I didn't see it. <laughs> And then, and then, easy on the jokes. <laughs> if you're yeah. if you're gonna buy alcohol, they have to come and check your ID. So then the employee comes, and then the guy adds on to it and goes, "Hey, gotta watch out with people here. Try Wait, to steal why, wine." Why would he do that? No idea. Maybe he does work. Is he racist? Off. I didn't think about that. Was he white? Yeah. Yeah. Are you white? No. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. I, did, I didn't he, think about that. Yeah. I I would think maybe he works at a grocery store and retailer has a store. Or he was just like, trying to help you out so you don't walk out of the store and get busted. True. That doesn't feel like a help out. I mean, to tell everyone. Outwardly going, trying to steal that there, Mexican. Right, because if he was looking at <laughs> Is that what he said? Did he say that? No, he didn't say that exactly. Oh, okay. All right, no, all right. no. Yeah. But still, it didn't feel good, man. It didn't. And then the employee looked at me like, mm, were you trying to steal that? Didn't say anything, but gave me that look. That stinks. But you, I mean, you weren't trying to steal. I, I forgot. Yeah, maybe forgot. he just just said, "Hey, man, hey, man." In case you, 
Who would just yell, are you trying to steal that? That is not cool. And then add to it and be like, got to watch out, people around here. You That's just funny. feel like saying, hey, you want to meet him <laughs> Meet him in the parking lot after? Nah, dude. Just want to get out of there. Big guy? No. Smaller than me. I could have taken him. Okay. Well, I'm sorry that happened to you. Yeah, you didn't deserve right. that. Except Thank you kind of did. Well, yeah, you did. You, yeah, you, kinda, did. you didn't deserve how he did it, but you deserve to be reminded. Okay. Whatever. Learning lesson, though, right? Whatever. Okay. He really loves reality shows. Will he ever go on one? Well, nobody knows. It's Lunchbox. Look, I just don't understand why we have so many posers around here, and I'm here to call out another poser. First, I had to call out Morgan in her country accent a couple weeks in <laughs> weeks ago, and now Scuba <laughs> Steve, the biggest poser of them all now. I mean... How many times have you heard Scuba talk about NASCAR and what a fan he is? Oh, um, he's none. been, he's no. been, yeah, yeah, yeah. But does he ever talk about it? Does he? No, not really. No, I man. haven't. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, we had Ryan Blaney another day, mm-hmm. and I look up and Scuba is wearing a NASCAR shirt to impress Ryan Blaney on the day he's in, like oh, hoping I Ryan Blaney to, will to be Dale like, shirt, "Hey, yeah. man, nice shirt." Yeah, man, huge NASCAR fan. Are you? That's are you okay. Be- no, it's this such. It looks like Get such a here. dorky move. You, you don't really know a lot about me. I don't really expose what Ooh. I'm into, what I'm not Ooh. into. Oh, in let's wow, go. Wow, 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 what ex- wow. So what? Do you, what do you know about me? Top five things. You're bald. That, that I'm into. You're I'm not, beautiful. I'm not, I'm not into being bald. Oh. Uh, you're into shoes. You're into Orlando Magic. Too. Uh, old NBA. You don't really watch it anymore. Uh, you used to I watch sports. Kind of too. You used to sing death metal. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were going to be on Dr. Real Phil. World. You're going to be on Real World, but then That's you chose to You're a great guy. I trust you in my life. Okay. You're not really getting into like, my hobbies, things that I'm into. Oh, how, how often do you watch NASCAR? I, I don't watch NASCAR. Oh. I, go to, I go to the races. It's like hockey. It's very boring on TV, but in person, I enjoy it. And I've been to many races. Oh, wow. But I did wear it on that day on purpose because it was kind of cheesy and I thought it'd be stupid and funny. I like it. <laughs> I added to the cheese factor. Did so he say, say anything about it when he was here yesterday? He was like, hey, it's a really cool show. I was like, yeah, man, got on eBay like 10 years ago for he 10 He did bucks. say that? Yeah, he loved Mission it. Mission accomplished. Yeah, and, exactly. And, Let's go. Uh, key, key thing I just heard here, he got on eBay 10 years ago. Yeah, so like. He's had it forever. Wow. Exactly. Thank you, Amy. He's been waiting for this moment. Yeah, he life. can just say yeah. he bought it 10 years ago. Amy, we have no idea when he got it. Okay. Well, I, I say poser card. You still get it, not revoked. Okay, fine. Give me the poser card. I don't care. No, no. no wait, I think that's a oh. good thing I didn't revoke it. A poser card? Oh, I have no gotcha. idea. All right, I, anyway, I'm moving confused. on. <laughs> During the driving test, she learned she's not the worst, but she also almost hit a dumpster going in reverse. Oh, it's yeah. Amy. Yeah. So I finally went to the theater and saw The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, which is the Hunger, Hunger Games, Games yeah. prequel. And I read the book in 2020. Uh, but I guess, you know, 2020, 2021. It's all blur. Was, yeah, it's all. Like, it's I, not real. I don't really even, I, I didn't remember much. So that was good, though, because I didn't have that feeling of like, oh, the book is so much better, you know? I just thought it was amazing and awesome. Oh, yeah? And I would watch it again, and I give it five songbirds out of five. Wow. But you, you know I have a slight obsession with Hunger Games, but I thought they did a great job. I thought the actors were amazing. And I just feel, too, like maybe because it's like Hunger Games, they won't get the type of recognition. But I don't know. I'm not a movie expert. But I thought the guy that, that played President Snow, Tom something. Tom DeLong. No. 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 He's British. Too. Tom McConnell. He's so good. Everybody was so Tom good. Tom Jones? No. Uh, Tom Arnold. Tom Thumb. No. Um, Somebody look it up. Tom Hanks. Tom Green. Tom Cruise. Tom. <laughs> Tom. Tom. Tom Thompson. Tom Blythe. Tom Blythe. How would I know go. that? I've never even heard of that dude. I know, that's what I mean. I, he's oh new God. to me, too. Okay. Anyway, but you liked it? That's awesome. Yes, and he was so good. I feel like he's going to be an actor that we're going to see more and more and more because he nailed this role. Mike said that the Flowers of the Killer Moon is out as of yesterday streaming. 
which we're very excited to see. Oh, that's yes. cool. Yeah, which is very good. All right, Ray, go ahead. From Mount Pine, Arkansas, he never knows what color he's wearing, so stop staring. Bobby Bones. Thank you very much. <laughs> Let me just nip this in the bud, as they say. If you see me not wearing my wedding ring for some reason, I have it on today. Uh-oh. I lost my rubber one. And I never took that off. It fell off my hand working out, and I can't find it. So now I have this one, the, my nice one. That's the real one. The real one. And I can't sleep with it. My hand swells up when I sleep, I think. And so I take it off. And sometimes I just forget to put it on because I'm not used to putting it on and off. So there was a video. I didn't have a wedding ring on. People were like, oh, what's that? Nothing. I just lost my rubber ring. So I'm wearing this one. This is the one, too, that I got. That was So she got a nice ring. And I was like, well, I want a ring this nice. And then I never wore it because I was scared I'd lose it. But this is the one. It's got diamonds it's in it. Nice. Oh, yeah. Can you I see them from that, there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see it sparkling yeah. from here. Yeah, I need to get a new rubber one, though. Yeah. Uh, I have plenty. But I don't if know what want... size I am. Well, you can just check to see if mine fit. I have extra. I have like five in my bag. But what color? All different colors. You have red? Because mine was red. I don't think I have red. And if you take his, that means you guys are married. That's no. okay. We <laughs> that's basically all. are anyway. Will you take my ring? Yes, I do. <laughs> so anyway, that's why I just want to say that. It, I'm wearing this ring now, but if I happen to not be, that's why I'm getting used to putting a hard one on. Okay. okay. Yeah, but you'll probably get the rubber one in. I hope so. Just get, uh, isn't that weird? We don't remember our ring size. It stays the same all the time, and I always forget. I my never ring. wear a ring in my life. Yeah, I don't even know. I never know knew it? my ring size. I don't even know a ring size. I just went and oh. put my hand in some rubber stuff, and they were like, "That one fits." Uh, take it. Oh, okay. Yes. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. Like a lot of kids, my ten-year-old spends hours on her tablet. I'm now starting to worry about the impact on her health and social skills, but I also don't want to be too restrictive because I've let her play with her iPad a lot. Am I being a bad parent by letting her spend so much time on a screen? How can I balance that with my concerns? Signed, mom to a 10-year-old. Amy, go. Well, I wouldn't call yourself a bad parent at all. You're thinking about it. You're concerned about it. You're trying to come up with a plan. So I think you're doing the best that you can. And if you want to cut back on it, then you just kind of have to go in and own that and say, hey, I know that we've allowed this much time and now this is what it's going to look like moving forward. Can I just say as somebody that's not a parent and give some parenting <laughs> advice? Yes, please. Yeah. Just watching it from 10,000 feet up. When we were kids, it was don't let them watch too much TV. Their brains are going to rot. And it was kind of a similar conversation. Now it's screen time. What's it going to be? Hoverboards? But in 10 they, years? Do say, yeah. they do <laughs> say, the research does say. But the research said that then too. I mean, I don't need research, dude. I see my kids go crazy after they spent hours on the tablets. But what if it's there? And again, this is from somebody who doesn't have kids, so I know it all. <laughs> so what if it's educational things? Because I'd, I'd, I'd have been so into like trivia against other people around the country or like learning or like science. That to me would have been awesome if I'd had the ability to do that. But you can yeah. learn too much. But you can spend did. too you much. You cannot time. learn you, too much. You can spend too much time studying. <laughs> but is she that didn't right? specify yes. what the kid. Did she say what? The no, kid no. Was I'm doing just wondering what if they wanted to do it for hours and hours, but it was learning because I would read stupid encyclopedias. If I would oh, have had a, a, a screen, I would have been doing quiz bowl. I would have been competing like crazy. I think. It's yeah. Awesome. And how hard was your life when you were reading these encyclopedias? You go to school, and what happened? I, well, I went to college for free. Yeah, yeah, but, but what, what happened then in I had high a, school and middle school? I have a great school. career, and I, now I'm very successful, and now I'm your boss. <laughs> yeah, hey. Oh, wow, look how that turned out. Okay. Yeah, see, but, I'm not letting my kid get picked on like that. <laughs> I, I did get picked on. Exactly. I, got picked on lo- I got put in lockers and stuff, but it was worth it. I think it's also um, like an eye vision thing of screens being in your face so much. Like, that's even for us. Overrated. Hey, eyes over it. I only got one that works. I'm doing just fine. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. So what is your real advice? You, you say my real make advice a boundary. Is you're not a bad parent. Yeah. 
if you want to set new boundaries with the tablet, you have every right to do that. And you can go about it in a way where you you just don't just say, no, we're not going to do that anymore. But you can say, hey, look, this is what we were doing. This is what we're going to do moving forward and come up with other things for the kid to do. Eddie Spaghetti? Yeah. In case of emergency, the tablet's always a good good one. Like if you want an hour to clean your house, you have to give them a tablet. That's just kind of how it goes. But make that, like Amy said, <laughs> that time. Cleaning house the example here. <laughs> well, if you want to do anything like on your own without your kids, give them a tablet. Okay. That's the only way you can do it or else they're going to be like, what are you doing? I'll help you. What do you want to yeah, do? Yeah, tablet seems awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but, my wife but, does that to me sometimes. Here, allow that time though. That time's important. That one hour or whatever before bed for tablet time. All right, thank you guys. That's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Here's a voicemail from last night. I have a question for Eddie, the perfect dad. I don't have any kids, but I have a niece and a nephew who I love very much. But Eddie was talking about how his kids don't throw tantrums at all anymore. And I'm very curious how he managed to get them to stop. Because when I was babysitting my niece, she like lost her mind. I thought I could just wait it out and ignore her. No, she just screamed in my face. So I'm really curious how he did that with his kids. Thank you for the voicemail. Amy, I heard you kind of go. Oh, I guess, yeah. They're probably to an age where they don't throw tantrums. I don't know. I just feel like sometimes Eddie. <laughs> like what? I feel like Eddie makes things like just. Sounds maybe he has easy. a filter of like, everything's great. When he's like, I spend an hour with my kid every day. We have yeah. four of them. Yeah, every day. <laughs> right. When we split them off. You paint yourself as maybe a. No, not himself, involved, but maybe I think his filter dad. in the world, his filter of life just maybe has like. Got it. It filters out through this, like, yeah, it's, you he know. Did. That is how he lives. Right. As I don't, far as like tantrum goes, though, I nipped that one in the butt early. Like, early. Like, we're, don't, we're not, we're not going to do that. And they just stopped. No, it took like years, but they're like, oh, after a while, they're like, oh, we don't, we don't do that. That's all you said? Yeah. I literally, when they start whining, you're like, ah, like, get up on your feet. We don't do that. Look, dude, when you look a child in the eye and make them look at you in the eye, that's, they're like, it's 100% attention and they just, they soak it in. Oh. And really, after that's a lot easier than what I've heard. It's, it's not easy. So his advice to her is look look them in the eye. eye. See, but, 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 it depends she, on- but she has a niece and nephew. It's different. Okay. I have kids that I'm with every day, and I tell them we're not doing that. Get up. Okay. And it takes a couple of years. So really, basically, they just matured. They and got old up. enough. Boom. This also <laughs> I depends. Know. I know adults with those tantrums. Two of Eddie's kids yes. are adopted. Mine are adopted. It depends on if these kids are adopted or not and what culture they came from. Because my kids are from Haiti. And in Haiti, you don't look adults in the eye. It's a sign of disrespect. So, and we didn't, we weren't really realizing that. And we're like, hey, look us in, look us in the eye. And we were trying to really, the first year they were here, there was so much difficulty. And oh, we were talking to one of our Haitian friends. We ended up actually going to this church where it was predominantly Haitians and like had a meeting because we were just really struggling with some stuff. And the pastor there who was Haitian and it was in Nashville, he just said, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the problem. A lot of times they're, in, when they grew up at the orphanage, if the nanny or the director or someone was saying something to them, if they were to look them straight in the eye, that would be a sign of disrespect. They look away. That would be like so, taking a kid from here, mm-hmm. taking them to a country and going, no, no, no. You When you see your parent, you say F you to them. Right. <laughs> that's normal for them. And you're like, wait, that doesn't feel right. That's everything. That's yeah. everything I've been told not to do. That's wild. 
Yeah, I was new to us. I mean, I'd gone to Haiti a lot and not ever heard that. But I mean, there's probably just different parts and different, you know, people grow up different ways. So that that when when we got that new that information, it kind of changed everything for us because we didn't we no longer saw it as disrespect. And then it just made everything a lot easier. So, I mean, I don't what know. is your tip, Eddie? Give us an easy tip on how to get our kids not to throw tantrums. Consistency. Yeah. You have to be consistent on what the rules are. Like, if you one day feel like letting them have, throw a tantrum because you're tired, then they're just never going to get the message. But do you let them throw it and don't acknowledge them, or do you just stop them from doing it? We stop them from doing it, and then they go to timeout on the uh, steps or whatever it is. Out. Like, you know, just uh, sit we on need the steps. Timeout room timeout. Here. Didn't work for us. We have the pillory. We need a timeout room. <laughs> I saw a pillory, a real life pillory at Disney World. Was someone in it? I thought of you guys. Yeah, people were taking pictures. Like, their hey, heads in the hole and their arms are locked. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you for the voicemail. You can always leave us a voicemail, 877-77-BOBBY. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. The PA Caring Hearts Animal Shelter in Pennsylvania, well, they had a bunch of food. They raise money. They buy food. They take care of dogs, um, except $1,400 and dog food was stolen from the senior dog part of the place. What on earth? Yeah, don't you get in there and go, let's get all, oh, it's senior, it's old dog food. <laughs> yeah. let's, not, let's not take it. The CEO says that this food is vital for their senior dogs because it's easier to digest. And these people went in and stole $1,400 worth, all of it basically. So they get online, they're like, hey, if anybody could help us, that would be awesome. Uh, then everybody in town jumped in. A lot of the local businesses, a lot of the people, and PetSmart, even the local PetSmart jumped in. And so a Christmas miracle is what they say. Mm. And it's not that rough. Hey, I get that. That's not me. That's them. And so shout out to everybody who jumped in. First of all, if you're the bad guys and you're listening to this, and you're the people that stole this dog food. I hope they're listening. Yeah. I hope you, I hope you go to your stocking at Christmas morning, and you reach your hand in, and you're so excited. And once you reach your hand and you pull it, you're like, what? The, coal? Mm-hmm. Why do I have coal in here? I hope you get nothing but coal. Because you're on the naughty list. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do with that old person, old dog food? Sell it? Yeah. Yeah, you probably got it. Yeah, Yeah, I get it. Well, but yeah. yeah. Um, All right. Well, shout out. If you guys, during this season or really any season, if you're somebody that needs some help and you can give a little help, please do so. And big shout out to this company, Braingsville, Pennsylvania. Tough one to say, I'll be honest with you. I'd probably change the name of the town. <laughs> all right, there you go. Thank you. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No so, my daughter is actually 16, but she doesn't drive everywhere yet. She just goes to school and then back home. From home to school, that's all we really allow. And she just started this dance class at a place that's a little far away. And we also have a son. You know how it gets. Logistics can be difficult at times. So I signed my daughter up for Uber Teen and she took Uber Teen to her dance class this week and it was amazing. An Uber Teen account, it's just like it sounds. It's an Uber account for your teen with trackable trips and highly rated drivers. While I wasn't able to be there with her, I was able to track her on my phone and I got text updates the entire time. 
And I could tell that she felt a sense of independence. She thought it was super cool. So I definitely felt safe with her using Uber Teen. And if you're ever in a bind, this is something that can for sure come in handy. And you can get 40% off up to $15 off three Uber Teen rides. Valid for the first 30 days for new users in select markets. Now see out for details. Add your teen to your account today. It's super easy. Available in select locations. Again, see out for details. Quality sleep. You need it. It's essential for boosting energy and recovery and well-being. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your one-of-a-kind, ever-evolving sleep needs. That's right, one-of-a-kind because you can make it just for you. So it's all about getting better sleep so you can live a better life. Hopefully all day long you don't think about sleep. That's how good sleep was. And the Sleep Number Bed, it's for you. It helps you stay asleep by automatically responding and adjusting to your movements to help you sleep comfortably all night long. Also, the Sleep Number setting, you know, minus 30. You know, yours may be a bit softer, maybe a bit more firm, but that's okay. It's yours, and the Sleep Number does that. And my Sleep IQ, well, that tells me how well I slept each night, and I can figure out what I need to do to make it better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 Smart Bed is only $15.99, save $300. Only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's a Bobby Bones Show interview. In case you didn't know. We got a doctor on the line, Dr. Drew Cassens. Dr. Drew is a professor at Tarleton State University in animal science and veterinary technology. He is a meat scientist. He's also Amy's nephew. Yes, he married my niece, and we're all graduates of Texas A&M. Whoop. Got it. So when we have meat questions, yeah. we call Dr. Cassins. <laughs> How many meat questions do we have? A lot, actually. We get them <laughs> on like every few months or so. All right, here he is, Dr. Cassins. Yes, Bobby Bones. Hello, Dr. Drew or Dr. Cassins. Hey, Bobby, how's it going? Good. Dr. Cassins, did I call him? Or Drew or what? Yeah, what do you prefer, Drew? Either way. Drew call him Cass- Meat Man. No, I would call you Dr. Cassins. You, sh- you got a doctorate, I would call you, make everybody <laughs> call you Dr. Cassins. That's what I do. I appreciate it. Yes. Listen to that. Uh, Dr. C, as I like to call him. <laughs> Never once called him that. <laughs> um, so we have, we have some questions that we've talked about here on the show, but mostly we have a question about steak because there was a whole story that came out about steak and that you should microwave a steak first before you put it on the grill because it starts cooking it from the inside. And then everybody on the show was like, you don't microwave a steak. So we called a meat scientist. Dr. Drew Cassins, what do you think here? That's news to me. Um, you know, we talk a lot about microwaving beef or whatever it might be to help thaw it out because like you had said, it does help to, you know, cook it from the inside out. But I never had heard of microwaving a steak before you put it onto a grill or anything like that. The idea makes sense, um, being able to use those microwaves to help and bounce around the water inside the steak to help it cook it from the inside out. But in my opinion, one of the, the negatives of that is that you're not really getting the chemistry part of it, where you're able to break down the fats um, on the steak that really give it all the flavor. And so you might get the tenderness aspect and get that uniform of cooking, but you're not getting the flavor. And so, you know, I was kind of thinking about it a little bit more. If I go to a restaurant and I get a very nice bottle of wine, um, I would expect the wine to come into a nice wine glass, not a solo cup. To me, by cooking a steak in the microwave, you're kind of just making it easier for yourself and you're not really giving the respect to the meat that it actually deserves. And meat deserves respect. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. What's the best way to order a steak for health purposes? When it comes to steak, 
you can go from rare all the way to well done. Um, you know, even medium rare is probably what I would perf- I would suggest um, people to consume it at because you're getting some of that protein broken down, but all of the bacteria on steak should be on the surface. And so by cooking a steak on a grill, you're going to be killing any bacteria. And so you shouldn't be concerned from a health hazard by cooking or eating a steak at a lower degree than if like medium rare or rare. I see people on TikTok that eat raw meat, like livers. Tartar. Tar- well, no, just, no, not even tartar. Oh, tartar, like you can go to a tartar restaurant, but that's like they get, they eat the raw meat. <laughs> oh. Like this guy's all ripped up. He's like, I eat raw meat. So is that safe? You know, I would uh, highly advise against it. Um, it's kind of like, well, you know, if you go to a restaurant and eat oysters, right, you are taking the responsibility that you could get sick by eating a raw oyster. Um, but to me, eating raw beef like that in that kind of form is not the safest thing um, to do because you can get sick. Um, e. coli, salmonella are, are very harmful um, and can make you deathly ill. If so I went cooking out, the steak also helps to make it taste better too, in my opinion. If I went out and killed an animal today, could I, if I were really hungry, just eat it right there raw? It's going to be a safety measure. I mean, you're going to have thinking about if you go and kill an animal, there's probably dirt, feces, that kind of stuff mm. in the area, yes. right? That's yeah. got E. coli, um, and, and that can make you really sick. Wagyu, these cows are massaged and classical music's played. Is that real, and if so, does it actually affect the meat? Wagyu that we see here, especially in the U.S., is just a breed of cattle. Um, we don't typically maybe do the same techniques that people in like Japan would utilize to feed those those beef animals beer and things like that. Um, and so these wagyu that we typically see, you see at a restaurant or you see at you know grocery store, it might be they're just a breed of cattle, and these breed of cattle are known to put on intramuscular fat marbling. Right, the little white fat we have in the muscle, which makes it a lot more tender, a lot more juicy overall. So I don't know. We don't do it here in the States, um, but maybe elsewhere there is some niche marketing of you know, giving these Wagyu steers or, or heifers some beer, make them a little drunk, make them a little happy. Um, and, and eat more food. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> what about meat just being healthy or not healthy for you? People are like, don't eat red meat. What do you think about that, doctor? No, definitely not. I think you need to have red meat in your diet. Um, it's got tons of benefits for you. Um, iron, B vitamins, it's got all the essential nutrients and um, all essential amino acids we need in our body. And so we need to make sure that we're eating meat. And I think I tell people all the time that are really against uh, maybe eating a high meat diet is that it's important that we're eating it in a you know lean meat setting. We're not eating um, you know really fat steaks or really um, fat, heavy marbled steaks all the time, we're eating the leaner cuts that are going to be very beneficial for us. Does a, this is going to be a dumb guy question. Does a female cow, could it possibly taste different than a male cow because their bodies are doing different things, different hormones? I mean, you bring up a great point. Um, <laughs> but that is definitely something to think about. Um, we, when it comes to heifers, especially like a steer, a heifer is going to maybe mature a little bit earlier through those hormones. And with that process, we see a lot of times those heifers put on a little more fat um, in comparison to a, a steer or especially a, a bull. But if I was to take, you know, a prime ribeye steak, one from a heifer, one from a steer, 
and I give them to you, Bobby, I don't think you're going to be able to tell which one's different, which one's happy, which one's steer. There's a lot of other factors that go into the palatability of the animal other than just that sex classification, whether it be heifer or steer. What if I had a trained palate like wine? Like these guys here can't tell the difference in expensive wine and cheap wine, but some people can because their palate is trained. Could I, if, if trained, go like, I'll take a female, medium rare, and then know if they're lying to me? I don't think so. I really don't. <laughs> right. I don't think we'll be able to do that. I mean, I've had plenty of steaks and I've been on a lot of trained panels before, um, and I don't think I would even be able to tell the difference between a, a female heifer or a steer steak. Doc, defrosting meat. What is the fastest and safest way to defrost meat? I'm not talking about like refrigerator for 24 hours, like fast. Um, the best way is microwave, honestly. Um, it's going to utilize those waves to help and, you know, bounce around that water and that um, product a little bit quicker, a little bit easier. Um, the other easy or safe ways um, is putting it in cold water. You yes. know, a lot of times when we get home, we want to take a, some ground beef out of the fridge put it directly in the most hot water we possibly can and get it thawed out quickly. Um, that's not a very safe way to thawing out meat. So we, we recommend um, refrigerators, cold water, or microwaves. See, cold nice. water. Because, Dr. Drew, Bobby sometimes will put meat in the bottom of the shower. While I shower, yeah, showers with it. To thaw it out. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, unless you take cold showers. <laughs> no, no, hot showers. Just don't do that. Yeah, okay. Well. <laughs> Uh, well, we live our life differently, so uh, there it is. Yeah. Um, uh, two more questions. And by the way, on the phone with us, Dr. Drew Cassens, a meat scientist. He is a professor at Tarleton State University in animal science and veterinary technology. When I'm on a plane, Doc, and I look around, if it starts to get turbulent, I'm like, okay, if this thing goes down, I'm going to eat one of these people. Where would be the best place to start if I was going to eat a human on a plane? Well, let me ask you this. What goes through your head? Where, what? what are you looking at when you look at these people? Fat people. Okay. All right. That makes sense. I can see that. Um, you know, that could be a positive. Um, maybe some fatter, have some more flavor and that kind of stuff. Um, one thing that I might suggest, I guess, if I was ever in the situation, I guess I hope I never am. Um, the younger, potentially the better. Oh, gosh. Uh, that's, this, this is messed up. Veal. The veal of humans. The veal. Human veal. This is messed up, man. Okay. As animals get older, they get more tough, and I would expect potentially the same thing happens to humans as well. I put the note in my phone. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And then I want to ask this question, Dr. Drew. Oh, no. So yeah. you coach two successful meat judging teams. Now, listen to this. He's basically like the Nick Saban of meat judging. Wow. So in 2015, he was an assistant coach. In 2016, he was a head coach. So when you're getting ready for the meat judging – as a team, what do you do? We uh, travel across the country and compete against other universities. And when we're doing this, we're really trying to get the students prepared um, when it comes to beef quality. So we're going to go to these beef packing plants and look at hundreds of beef carcasses and get them a, familiar with looking at what a prime carcass, choice carcass, select, and things like that. And on top of that, we have to make sure that they are comfortable in defending their reasoning. And so they do a set of written reasons where they have to take some notes on a class or um, a set of carcasses and be able to defend why they placed um, those carcasses or cuts in a certain manner. So it really gives them great life skills um, to be able to utilize that when it comes to a career um, down the road. Do you get a championship ring for that? You know what? I do not have one. Oh, um, we have buckles. Okay, buckles are cool. cool. Oh, yeah, yeah belt it's something. Buckle? Yeah, 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 yeah. We have belt buckles. That's yeah. awesome. So that's kind of we see there. Do you ever come to town here? I have not been up there in a while. Um, I think last time we kind of drove 
through, we had a, had a meeting in Chattanooga for animal science, and we met up with um, Amy and um, Pooh Bear up there in, in Nashville. So that was my, that I'd was love my dad. to come up there a little bit more. Yeah, come up here. We'd love to meet you, and we'd love to have you cook for us. That'd be great. I yeah. will definitely do so, yeah, for yeah, sure. Come to the studio. That'd be awesome. I would love to meet you. I feel like you sound like a pretty li- – listen, to one doctor to another, you sound like a real likable guy, and it's good for me to hang out with peers. <laughs> Sounds great, yeah. We can do that. I'll, you know, I'll bring some brisket or something like that, do some smoke ribs, and maybe I can find some of those, uh, um, you know, beer-based Wagyu steaks, too. Yeah, and, you know, we could just, you know, chop it up on what it's like to be a doctor. That worked. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You do have a doctor. That's right. That's right. <laughs> he, forgot, he forgot that. Oh, boy. <laughs> Respect. Respect. That's yeah. Right. All right, Dr. Cassis, thank you very much. Have a great day. Hey, y'all, too. Thank y'all. Bye, Amy. Bye. I'm going to play you a Christmas song. Can you tell me who sings it? Go ahead. Sleigh bells ring. It's a hard one. Are you listening in the lane? Yeah, I got it. No, Alan Jackson. No, no, no. A beautiful sight. I got it. Bing Crosby. Yeah, that's a hard one. It's an old artist. Oh, my grandma used to listen to that dude. So all you have to do, it's the same song. Can you name the artist that's singing Winter Wonderland? And <laughs> oh, that's gonna be tough. That's tough. They're all country artists. Okay, good. From here out. All right, we'll do five of them. Here's number one. The sleigh bells ring Are you listening? In the lane Snow is glistening A beautiful sight oh, Happy tonight Walking Ooh. in a winter wonderland Yeah, man Gone away is Everybody good? Amber yeah. Wynn Amy Brett Eldridge Lunchbox Brett Eldridge Eddie Brett Eldridge Correct, Correct. Number that's two e- That's the easiest one I think. Yeah. Oh, shut up. He's Eddie? So Dolly Parton. Lunchbox? Dolly Parton. Amy? Dolly. Correct. Did you struggle with that one? It doesn't sound exactly like stop. Dolly. Eddie, stop. Yeah. We got Bing Crosby. Dolly, like yeah. the first word yeah. out of her mouth. I hear you got Bing Crosby. Are you possuming or do you really struggle I with really it? Struggle. I really struggle. I just wanted to make sure I, I had it right. I don't believe him. I don't believe you him. Don't. Nope. Well, I believe you don't believe him, but Lunchbox <laughs> plays possum all the time. I do not. Okay. All right, <laughs> next. Slave bells ring. Are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. I'm in. Oh, you a get this right away. Side. Yeah. We're happy tonight, walking in a winter wonderland. Gone away is a blue bird. Here to stay is a new bird. He sings a love song as we go along, walking in a winter wonderland. What? Oh, oh you still don't have it? No, I don't I have do it at all. Give them like 15 Sleep more seconds. Ring, are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. A beautiful sight. We're happy tonight. Walking in a winter wonderland. All right, guys. Boy. Golly, mm. I feel like I heard it in the last, like, like you know, you hear like Oh, you just things, had it, too. I know. Dang. Yeah. What do you have? I don't know, Blake Shelton. Watchbox. I hope it's, I but it's a group. It's Rascal Flats. Eddie? That's Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton. Oh, boom. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Play that again. No, I... Sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? Next one. Sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. 
A beautiful sight We're happy tonight Walking in a winter wonderland Amen Gone away is the bluebird Here to stay is the new bird He sings a love song George Strait. Amy? George Strait. Eddie? George Strait. Yeah. Can't believe Blake's show. Next one. Cost me. Sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. A beautiful sight. Hey. We're happy you know tonight. Yeah. Walking in a winter wonderland. Lunchbox? That's Thomas Rhett. Amy? Thomas Rhett. Eddie? Thomas Rhett. Okay, we have a tie between Amy and Eddie. Lunchbox is eliminated, so we're going to do three here. Guys, it's not sudden death, but just between you two. And if there's still a tie at the end of this three, we'll go to sudden death. Okay. All right, here we go. Gosh, I don't, I don't know. I have nothing. You guess nothing. Oh, you gotta guess something. Okay, she oh. guessed nothing. Oh my God. Great Eddie, strategy. Travis Tritt. Correct. Okay. Well, see, I wrote. I didn't have anything, so I knew. You I did write something, and then you said nothing. Yeah, because I wrote down Garth. That's not. Well, Garth. then say Garth. You just say Garth. Okay, Garth. Garth. Or, well, no, that's wrong. All right. Oh, thanks. All right, next one. <laughs> Sleep bells ring. I listening in the lane. Snow is glistening. Darius Rucker. Amy? Darius. Eddie, you get it right, you win this last one. <laughs> Amy, you need him to miss it, you need to get it. And go. Sleigh bells ring, are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. A beautiful sight, we're happy tonight. Walking in a winter wonderland. Whoa. Eddie? I put down Ashley McBride. Okay, that's wrong. Now, Amy, you can get it and tie it mm-hmm. if you get it right. Go. Nothing. Carly Pierce. No. Oh. Who is it? Sarah Evans? Martina McBride. Dang oh, it. Oh, boy. But that means... Oh, 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 Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. What? I need to learn my victory song. Yeah, I think so too. Like I need to like like sit down, learn the lyrics to yeah, these yeah. songs. You wanna do a little uh, <laughs> victory lap? Yeah, come on. All right, here's the next one. See if you can name it. Ring. Are you listening? Got it. Go, Alan it's Jackson. Correct. Next one. Sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? In the lane. Got it. Snow is Brad listening. Paisley. Correct. Next one. Sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? In the lane. Snow is listening. A 
That's uh, Jennifer Nettles. Of Sugarland, correct. Yeah. All right, next one. Stay bells ring. Are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. A beautiful sight. We're happy tonight. Walking in a winter Man. wonderland. Lone Star? Yes. Wow. 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 You ran it, dude. Yeah. Nice job. Oh. Oh. Wow. Eddie's the big winner. Man, that was cool. Let's play this. Thank you, guys. By the way, Eddie and I tonight in Fayetteville at George's Majestic doing you a fundraiser. You want to see me do that live? I can do that live. What? In person. Do you know how to play it? No, no, no. I'm just saying I can guess the songs. Oh, <laughs> tonight. Raging Idiots tonight at George's Majestic in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Tickets at bobbybones.com. Hey, tonight, Eddie and I will be in Fayetteville, Arkansas doing a pop-up Raging Idiots show. So it's Eddie and myself, the Raging Idiots, and our friend Matt Stell. Our friend J.D. Clayton. So come out. We're, we do funny songs, but they're actually good. So we're doing a fundraiser. If there are any tickets left, they're up at bobbybones.com. But that'll be like 7.30 to 9.30. And it won't be too late. But just raising some money. But that's what's up. Here's Amy's pile of stories. 82% of people are open to receiving secondhand Christmas gifts this yeah. year. That's up. From last year. That'd be great. Used electronics are most common, followed by sporting goods and home improvement items. Hold on, hold on, Bones. You're saying you wouldn't <laughs> mind secondhand No, gifts? if I can use it and I like it, I don't care. I have a lot of stuff that, even like old clothes that I get that are called, sorry, vintage. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just put a cool word on it. And all of a sudden, it's cool. <laughs> so, yeah, I have no problem with that at all. No, no, but what if it's mine and I own it? And like, But if I want it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take it. I'm yeah, okay, you so got nothing for him. I think it's <laughs> like worry. that. I, that would be, uh, <laughs> was that like re-gifting? I think secondhand is like if you go to play it against sports yeah. and buy like a. Here's what I'm going to say. If I want it, <laughs> I don't care. I'm looking around the house today. <laughs> yeah. but, but you have to sure. find something that I want. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm going to look. Okay, because a gift you is a gift. Nothing. If it's something <laughs> I like, I just like it. So okay. I, I want to talk to the 18 people who are like, it must be new. You suck. Yeah, oh, I'll take new. Yeah, I'll take new too, but there's a lot of stuff that I get that's not new because I find it online. Even like some shoes. If I can't find a pair of shoes that I really like, I'll get on one of these. Like Poshmark. Yeah, mm -hmm. and find the shoes and they're like lightly scuffed. I'm like, let's go. I'll take them. So yeah, I'm into it. Okay. Uh, landing a plane. I guess uh, according to this survey, most people think that they could do it. Oh, yes. I can do it. I can do it too because on TV, they tell you exactly what to do. And I've seen really dumb people on TV land planes. Right. Okay. Sorry. Let me back up. It's it's 50% of men think they can do it and then a third of just the overall population. But that's way more than I thought it would be. I don't want to have to do it. But I've seen, I think I saw Urkel land a plane once. Really? Yeah. But that's not real. Right. So, Prove it. Amy, Amy. Did he live? Then it's real. And also, you get the help of air traffic control. So I do think that is in your favor. And they're guiding you through it. Yes. Like step by step. Yes, I but think I can so do it. But then there's so many buttons. Yeah, it's like when people look at our buttons, though. Like I have all these buttons. Ray has all these buttons. Like how do you remember all those buttons? Well, when you have to learn them like two at a time, it's really not a whole lot. Because each of them do something specific. No problem. Just tell me what to push. I'll land us. Okay. I don't want to have to, but I will. <laughs> 
Uh, Luke Bryan was talking about his family's Christmas traditions, and one of them includes a really fun thing that his kids get to do on their way to opening presents. In our hallway, we tape up a bunch of wrapping paper, and they kind of run through the wrapping paper like a football team to see all the, the <laughs> presents and stuff. So it's fun, and we, we still have a lot of the family come up, try to plan a few hunting trips the day before Christmas and have a big Christmas Eve and let some kids open the presents. But uh, it's still it's still great to be with my family during the holidays. That's funny to run through the paper like we used to because the cheerleaders would paint like, like Red Devils Banner. playing Mount yeah. Ida tonight. Banner, Mount Ida sucks, whatever. We'd run through it. Psh, that's funny. I, I like yeah, that. I think it's funny too. I think a lot of people hearing this could maybe implement it as something fun to add to their traditions. Yep. So thank you, Luke. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Seven years ago, LaTanya Ruff from St. Louis was babysitting a family. They were these five kids that didn't have parents. They were in a shelter, fell in love with them and said, at some point, I need to adopt these kids and keep them together. Because what happens in foster care, shelters, siblings kind of get, the older ones get separated, the younger ones get separated, and they can't stay together. So a seven-year journey of going through the court system, wow. she finally got all the siblings together. Wow. She's officially adopted all five, which is huge. That's yeah. awesome. Big deal it's for awesome her. that she did that. She didn't have any kids or anything. She just kind of fell in love with them. And she did say that when she, this whole journey was happening, she decided to start a daycare and just kind of fell in love with just child care in general. So she had the daycare while she was trying to adopt these seven kids, these five kids. I don't even understand that self. How I mean, that's so selfless. I know. I know. I mean, I was a foster parent for two kids and like it's five nice. would be crazy. <laughs> she adopted. That's a big shout out. That's awesome. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless extended silver unlimited plan. You get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at just 25 bucks a line per month for four lines. You will save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. Well, or at least a lot longer. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Step into the world of power. Loyalty. And luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I've been telling you about Tacova's boots for a very long time. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for my listeners. Tacova's will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code BONES at checkout. That's B-O-N-E-S at tacovas.com. And that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. Come and point your toes west.